Hello and welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Welcome everybody back to this week's episode. Um, I'm here, Rosalie McNally, along with BB Dalman. Um, welcome, BB. And this week we're diving into the energies and themes that are present from the 15th to around the 22nd of April. So Bibi, I'd love to throw the ball over to you and see what you feel is sort of the major shift from last week as we move into this week now. Mm, So hi everybody. Um, I think one way of looking at sort of how the energy shifts shifts throughout throughout the year is by always seeing how they're connecting to sort of the previous sign into the following astrological sign and so we're at this this cusp where we're moving into an energy that is potentially uh, a lot more slower uh taurus versus this fiery aries energy there's still planets in aries as well but there's just a general i think a slowing down um a slowing down maybe a refocusing i feel like around you know how is how are all these experiences that we've had these ideas that we maybe had um how are they relating to actually our our sort of value system you know so we're running it past home turf i think then um yeah so what would that sort of spark within you when i'm when i'm talking about those shifts how do you perceive them Mm, so to me it's like we're as you said moving from sort of that fiery energy sort of the ideas possibly coming up or just being in the ether um feeling maybe that we had that spark or feeling that we should have that spark to get up and go and move forward. But then Taurus is, to me, is that sort of the anchor and down then. So it's bringing the air, like, you know, the fire in a sense, the spark, the inspiration, the creativity down to the earth. So it's like, to me, this is like, you know, we can have all the ideas now. It's like, okay, what's what's the little steps? Do you know, like, what's the sort of the practical things that I can do in reality in this grounded way? That way, like, that can create movement even if I don't have the full picture or the full idea of where I want to go but I can still start taking action like mm-hmm. so even if I'm just curious about something going on oh, maybe I might like to do this here or explore this or start this here you know or have this new way of being or ha- have a new way of thinking I can start putting the smaller steps in place to move towards that there like so to me it's that kind of grounded down to earth energy but moving through the body as well like noticing how the body is feeling in all those spaces too mm. yeah i think when you when you said like the beingness like how how am i in myself i think is a mm. is a is a big part of that so it's a in a way returning back to to something that we can maybe relate to a little bit easier you know we were talking last couple of weeks a lot about these areas but also piscean qualities which is very much up in the dream world and you know a little bit harder to relate to this is a a coming home into my body like how do i feel what are my you know foundational structures almost you Mm -hmm. know how do i anchor myself into every day what are sort of the maybe also rituals you know that i've that i how do i start the day you know what are the things that i'm doing um and i think in a way There is always the invitation, I think, because it's it's earth, it's it's fixed earth, as we say in astrology. There's a there's a level of you know if you think of where does the earth meet the inspiration, the spark. So there's a certain level of rising up that we can do in a very pragmatic way, in a way of, you know, uh, what are the things I can do in the morning so that if I, you know, if I feel odd or if I feel like you know these different moods that are running through mm-hmm. me, how do I work with them so that when I actually arrive in the day, I have a little more autonomy for myself, so I'm not victim to you know all the moods, the one that, that I wake up with, and the same at the end of the day. I think there are two sort of rituals that you know how you're closing out your day, how you're processing what happened throughout the mm-hmm. day, where do you pack it before you go asleep, or are we sort of in this one continuous slush? So I think. With that quality, there is just, you know, looking at all the things, how you establish yourself in your life, how you process everything in your life. And and are those still, those structures still serving you? You know, like there might be a little something new you want to bring in as well. Mm-hmm. I like, so it can even be like, you know, your chat about like how we end our day, how we start our day. But that can be even then bringing that into the little things that we're doing. Do you know, if I'm sitting down to even start my work day, 
how can I enter that space fully mm-hmm. in myself present? Because to me, like, you no know, Taurus energy is that, you know, the presence is in this moment. Like, so how can I bring my energy through my physical being? You know, I was chatting to somebody recently, they're going, I think I've really got this now. So everything's just energy. And I'm like, your physical body. And they're like, oh, I forgot that part. And I'm like, yes. I go, so this is still meeting the world. Yes, your energy is meeting the world and interpreting that in and out. But so is your body. And that's the place where you're probably going to feel your energy. Talking to you is through your body. And they're like, no, I think I might get up. I'll need to practice this here. So it's like, how can I maybe start that project or that writing or the artwork or even just being out with my kids or being outside? You know, how can I create them into different spaces like because even going for a walk can become a ritual like mm-hmm. do you know, like a healing practice even like do you know, like or sitting out in your garden can become that there so it's noticing I think you know even noticing this time what is my relationship to this physical being and then how does this meet you know the things that are in my environment and my world and other people and just noticing what's sort of moving through there or what comes up or where there's space, where there's constriction, where there's ease of movement, where there's not, where there's the butterflies in the belly, you know, sickness in the pit of the stomach or whatever it might be. But beginning just to notice it without nearly even attaching to it or identifying anything with it, but just noticing. I didn't maybe didn't even notice how much is filtered through the system every day like from what I read from what I hop on the internet the computer sitting in front of zoom all day you know just noticing those little subtle things I think are a nice space as well it, when we have this invitation to dive into sort of the Taurian energy mm-hmm. um so what comes to, to my mind as well is this quality of how do I make this a really comfortable juicy exciting home like my body to to be in that in that body so noticing like you said in all those different how do I show up but then also and also noticing how much filters through my body so what are sort of the, the practices you know that that make me feel good from whether it's like I don't know giving yourself a facial if you can't go to your beautician or to body brushing mm-hmm. or to having even having a nice bath or taking the shoes off and walking bare feet somewhere you know and they can be <clears throat> sort of the big things but I think what matters is what we do on a regular basis right so mm-hmm. yeah you might maybe go go for a longer yoga workshop in the weekend or you have a longer practice for example but like what are the little things that you can do throughout the day and i'm noticing how you're in your body and you know um how do you relate to your body is that in a warfare do you see all the things that aren't working or can you also see and appreciate the things that actually are currently working for you so there's a little bit more of a complete picture right i was chatting to somebody this week and it's just like a little idea so people see how simple it is but how powerful it is like um and they're a crafter so they just use their hands and they're, for them they're going my hands are my tools like without these do you know like I can't get to do what I, I I do like I can't get to make the things so their little ritual is they have a lovely little handmade cream that is given to them by somebody but they know all the ingredients and so they're connecting to the energy of like say it was nettle or if it was raspberry or whatever it might be but then they take the time to rub that into their hands and that's their ritual and they start their work like you know so people use hand cream possibly like so mm-hmm. even just for that reason of looking after my hands but I can do that with a different intention with focus with my presence there with my energy there like mm-hmm. so it becomes then something different like you know like we often just slap things on our body like you know we throw on our clothes we might slap on a bit of moisturizer we throw on the makeup possibly do you know like but it's like how can I bring a little bit of love and attention mm-hmm. to this this vessel that does so much for us like mm. or what I get a lot of people do is just really remember the soles of your feet are on this earth which is very much a Torian energy the soles of your feet are on this earth but we're very much in our heads you know like so I go every day really that connection of I am here like you know on this planet on this earth and to really allow myself to connect with that in whatever way feels really good and nourishing and nurturing for them as well mm mm-hmm. Um, and also the quality of you know appreciating what's already here because yeah. sort of the last few sort of weeks and months there was very much like the energies were way more movable you know it was about 
going going in and outside and back and forward and uh, you know and then with this Aries energies of like fire or starting something new even though we were chatting before this podcast about that that may not have been the case that not everybody felt like as excited to like yes let's start something some of us may have others felt maybe a little a little different experience in that but nevertheless there is that sense of of you know something new and 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 now it's this this other quality where we go yeah there is a lot of new things coming in a lot of things to digest but what is already here and what's so Taurus is always I think where we have an opportunity to connect into what is and you know how do we meet that what is in our relationships what is it in in our bodies and you know all the things that you sort of that he can see on a day-to-day basis that creates a foundation of your life you know because sometimes we can get caught up in this you know the life that we want to create and 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 where yeah. we you know maybe want to head in in the future but in order to jump ahead you always need to jump off something and i feel like mm-hmm. taurus can give us this idea you know when we the question is always when we move towards something are we running away from something or moving towards mm-hmm. something you know and I think the taurian energy can can invite us to kind of reflect on that and go is there something i'm running away from or is there some a little bit more tending tending of the heart space tending of self so that when i move on it's 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 a natural organic progression and growth of myself rather than a running away from whatever i don't want to address right now mm. that sort of ties into do you like so like the, the values that way because sometimes when we actually take stock of what's in front of us we, we can see a, a lot that is there like do you know like and that we can bold on then like but sometimes we're, we're we don't even notice that maybe we've already started growing that part of ourselves or embodying that but we're looking for the final outcome of it like mm-hmm. and there's so much going on internally before we see it sometimes externally like so by having that time to pause and take stock of where we're at and really feel into what are my needs at this moment in time because I, my brain might go you need to get plowing ahead mm-hmm. and my body's going well just like a wee cup of tea maybe first do you know, like, or maybe going, oh, actually, you know, you haven't been outside in like days now, like, or, you know, oh, we've got a movement or it might just go, I need, I need sleep. Do you know, like, so it's, it's, it's the going, tuning into the head, listening to what it's asking and then also meeting the body and going, you know, because we often chat about meeting the heart and going, what does the heart need? Mm-hmm. But it's like, what about the body as well? Like, what does it need? Because parts of us could be all on go and then the body's going, oh, literally, I'm being dragged here along the mm-hmm. way. So we want the f- sort of not the full momentum, but we want them sort of dancing a little bit together, like sort of so the heart, mind and body are communicating and we're listening even more importantly, <laughs> Do you know, because they're always communicating. But are we listening? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Taurus can bring this, this, this quality can come in and bring a certain simplification as well at mm-hmm. times. You know, in remembering what's truly important and letting go of the other things that we're exciting to explore, but just let them spill over. And, and also feel like there can be a, um, the quality of sort of honing or celebrating certain traditions. Like to give you an example, um, yesterday, actually, our, our neighbor handed over um, a bowl of fruits that grew in her garden, you know, and um, it just reminded me of when where I grew up um in my in my granny's and um that was just always done she's out in the countryside and you know whatever season it was there were always people having trees and some sort of fruits were yeah now grown on the trees and then in the berries and there were you always had like so much that people were like that that handing over of the bowl yesterday just reminded me of my entire childhood growing up there was always somebody handing over some type of fruit one way and then the jams went the other way <laughs> and you know it, it it's i just thought of of it in a way how we actually also collectively almost come full circle <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. you know making your own jam is kind of in 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 again and so things can come back around i think taurus can be that reminder that not everything that's in the past is necessarily outdated you know there might be something in the core of you know of that appreciation there's a level of community that reminded me of and just the joy and it just connected me right back to those times you know um that there's an invitation of where do you see things where are we sometimes running after something new mm-hmm. where it doesn't actually require a full you know invention and sometimes just time in certain aspects of our life to return back home to ourselves and i think that gives us also a connection to our roots or to 
you know our physicality and also it gives us this counterbalance too because there's so much striving and, and that's beautiful you know humanity wants to evolve yeah. and we want to go somewhere and it's exciting but if we're stuck there it can drain us and so I think having these moments and Taurus is one of coming back home to yourself remembering what's important to you what you value what might be different that other people value and that's beautiful you know and, and share sharing that and also like what you have so the sharing of the fruits literally there was like reminded me very much of this like you know there's there's a capacity within you and your human your humanness and your beingness that someone else really appreciates not even what you do what you say just you being you and you know seeing that within yourself as well and seeing that in, in other people mm -hmm. so I think there, is, there can be a pairing back quality that can make things really actually light and grounded at the same time. Because mm, as you think what's reliable and mm. each jazzed up and glitter thrown on it, you know, or stickers on it to make it brighter and all there. Like, and sometimes those are the paths that work for them. Sometimes they're the simple things too, like, and then we dismiss them as well. Like, mm. so it's not off, like, you know, not everything needs to be rejuvenated or redone differently like because if, if if I do things a certain way and it works for me but somebody else is going but no you need to do it this way because it's all glitzy and different way but you're like and you might get drawn into that but if you know yourself well actually no this has always worked for me and this is how I do it and this actually really does benefit me and the collective or whatever it is I'm doing so then it's knowing like actually yeah that reliable part that sort of steadfast part of can't just, I can keep that like I don't have to go for the next shiny object like which will always be put in front of us like so, but if we know deep within ourselves actually that I do need that part to tweak this or no that's not actually what I need like because I also sort of think of Taurus like sort of the energy of it too is that stability and, and I know it can get a little bit sticky stubbornness and all there like but it's that stability like even thinking about do you know like if we're chatting about Taurus and some of the other like the, the Venus energy and the Mercury energy they're all in it but it's also like do you know like it's been flavoured by those but I've lost my train of thought but I'm going to get back there but it's like um, oh my god it's gone it's <laughs> gone flying out the window so I'm just going to let it fly out but yeah. I actually picking yeah. up because it might come back to you when you when you were just saying saying that sort of you know without going too deep into astrology um, with, with Mercury and Taurus um when we think of Mercury as that part of us that communicates, that processes and, and you know, mm. absorbs and then understands, integrates and then communicates out in some way. So this whole process of absorbing, integrating and, and then bringing it back out into the world. Uh, in Taurus, to me, that always reminds me of like a body language, you know, because our body language actually says so much. Our body language is where all of our feelings, our beliefs have become this one thing that is now a an expression that we might not even be aware of. We see it in our friends. We can tell in our friends when they're drained, the way they hold their body, you know. So our body is really can give us so much information in that way. Mm -hmm. um, so listening how your body communicates to yourself, but also always thinking that how we connect to each other as a collective, it's not always the words we say, but how we hold ourselves. Mm. And I think we've all had experiences where we were beside somebody that just hold this very, held just this very special quality, you know, and just by being around them, we we're just grounded, you know, and it was just easeful. It just felt like we got been given permission to be completely mm. ourselves. And so I think there is so much we teach each other just through our beingness. And so with, I mean, Mercury is, is a planet that's relatively close. We consider it like a fast planet. It moves fairly quickly through signs in that way. And so oftentimes Mercury and Taurus will be translated as like, you know, maybe you slowing down how you speak. And that can be one expression, but I feel it's like maybe more like the mindfulness that comes to how exp you express yourself in all the different ways. And also body language, if you think of body language, is not just how we speak to others, but also how receptive we are. Like we read into how someone's body sort of expresses itself, whether they're ready for a certain message or not. And so what is my body language staying out into the world? Am I open? Am I, you know, living in this, let's say, the higher vibration of Taurus, which would be like a groundedness, a quality of mm. stability, um, but also an openness? Or am I sort of, in a way, so harsh and so fixed? And, you know, it is the sign of the bull, <laughs> bullheaded mm. or like you know it's just locked into one physical expression maybe that shows even my musculature 
at times, you know, when my muscles holding really, really tight around certain areas in my body. And what is it that I'm, we were talking last week about sort of the, the walls and that body armor. Yeah. What is it from keeping from, from things to come, come in, you know? Um, so I think that is like maybe something as well that we can kind of think of, we communicate in more ways and we communicate through our body as well. And just to keep maybe mm-hmm. an eye on that, what's, what's showing through that to yourself and to others through all of your senses like yeah you know, you're chatting about being handed food by your neighbor like best thing to do like people think you know even a meditation is like oh well i'm not seeing that's one sense like you know like and we're missing out not on so many things if that's the only way i choose to see life is through my two eyes never mind the third one like sort of thing you know just through these physical eyes i'm missing out on so much information mm-hmm but feeling beauty everything like um so it's even noticing like you know if I was to take that piece of fruit and all there like you know do like can I do I even smell it do I really take the time to eat it and taste it do you know because it's through our senses that we taste and experience Mm -hmm. life like do you know like maybe I hear the crunch maybe I even hear the sound of I'm picking it do you know like but and then like you know even noticing how does it feel in my hand like do you know, like, because like when you think of like sort of you know it's that sort of the senses the pleasure like you know just mm-hmm. so you think of a big juicy freaking apple or I don't kind of think of someone but it's no juicy fruit but like you just bite into it like in that idea of you know that oh and the whole body's going oh lovely mm-hmm. and it's getting satisfied and it's getting fed and it's getting nourished like and then it can be okay take that from food and go where do I feel that in life yes in other parts like you know when I lift up my pencil do I get that sense even though there might come with it a, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have words today you know like when we switch on this here even though we love it we might go oh my god are we going to have anything to say today mm-hmm. you know, like no matter what but what gives me that mm, that juicy feeling of when mm-hmm. I bite into it I feel I'm getting satisfied by it like mm-hmm. you know like and I, I'm enjoying it and I'm allowing myself to receive that as well like mm-hmm. that pleasure part of it too and a surprise didn't come with it because we didn't know what f- fruit it was. <laughs> and, and she was just like, there was no time to Google because this was like, you know, it's it's like, <laughs> she so reminded me of my mom and my nanny as well. Like she's so loving, but she's like, she's convincing. Like if she gives you something to eat, you eat this, <laughs> like, you know, this loving oozing. It's like, there's no time to question with this. Like, and she's just like, you can eat it. And there was like a language barrier, but you can eat it with the skin, without the skin, whichever way you want it. And we're like, I don't know, is it sweet? What is it? She's like, try, try, try. <laughs> And, and there was this like surprise of like when you bite into it, you know, and it just reminded me how, how we can wake up through the body as well. You know, like when mm. you said a pen, maybe just take a different type of pen or are you writing with a pen that actually feels good to you? You know, the way you sit on a chair, on a chair, is that, is that actually, is that enjoyable? You know, mm. when you, when you do work is, um, I, I always talk about plants but i literally i'm just looking at plants i'm like surrounded this computer with every potted plant that's probably in the house looks like a jungle um but i love looking at those plants and it you know it makes me feel at home in myself mm-hmm. and it brings me back so you know that these all these small little things that we can do is like it's you can even go out and buy i mean buy some fruit that you don't know <laughs> you know yeah. and just figure figure it out so there can be in that earthiness there can be such awakening up exciting becoming alive to our senses do you know like so it's like we're meeting life through different parts of ourselves noticing even what is the the membrane between my skin and Mm -hmm. this sort of air in a sense feel like Mm -hmm. do you like while i'm walking maybe while i'm exercising or whatever can i feel beyond that there like but we're taking it in without even realizing it so what what would be different possibly if i actually brought awareness to it like Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like also maybe hugs, you know, <clears throat> whilst, you know, we're, we're limited to, to people we can maybe receive hugs from, um, which may then come at a cost to the people we do live with because we're used to them being around us. So when they hug us, is that like, that's just how their hug feels and we move on? Or can we actually really pause for that moment and let that hug go in as if that was the first and the last hug we ever got from mm. that person? And how will we live live there? So it's, I think Taurus is an invitation instead of away from the body. It's like to, to become so intensely aware and curious about the sensations through the body that that becomes the agent for actually lifting us up when we talk about like greater mm-hmm. awareness. Yeah, yeah. It's like the little springboard. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it also sort of brings you know, you're chatting about values and all there like sort of understanding what matters to me but also sort of flipping that in its head where do I flutter away everything like you know mm-hmm. my time my resources my energy anything at all like you know so you're noticing okay what's important to me and we all sort of may have an idea of that but we might not know where it's leaking out the back door then like you know and it's not about you know I have to use my 24 hours to the best capacity possible but noticing, am I spending on the things that really do nourish, nurture me, give me pleasure that I want and that I desire to spend my time on? Or am I full of all the obligations and feeling really weighed down and heavy by them? So it's noticing, like, you know, where do I flutter it all away? Even thinking about, you know, money and all that, you know, got this flight. If you had no, they go, you had it in your cash. It's out the door flying, running down the road. So, but just noticing those there as well, like, because it'll give you an insight into where, I'm directing that energy, that life force at my body, but also then where am I sort of, it's leaking, like, yeah. not, well, like, or it's not being maybe directed to where it really does bring beauty into my life, where it really does liven, enliven me, where I feel joy, where maybe even I feel pleasure, like. Mm-hmm. And it's like this sort of taking on a self-agency over that, you know, giving value to finding the authority within yourself mm-hmm. to go oh this is actually important to me and because of that I'm giving value to that and so turning even back to your own values you go like oh I really appreciate that be in me you know that, that sort of quality because the, what swings with these 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 sort of energies is also a, a sense of resourcefulness mm. because ultimately it is this physical body that we're channeling everything through you know even if you have the intellectual thoughts you probably write it or speak it or type it out on a computer so eventually for it to land here in this world it, it it does make connection with the physical body and so the question is a am i seeing all of who i am and really using all of the resources i have or is that dormant potential uh, and as a result of the dormant potential in one area am i actually over exhausting other areas um, and then also this idea, how do we relate to that? And again, comes self-love, self-worth, self-value that all plays into that. Because if I have a difficult time appreciating myself, it may be also difficult to appreciate the resources that I generate through me. So the money or, you know, the jobs that I bring in. And then as a result, it might be difficult to even appreciate the relationships in the life that I generate and so Taurus is very much a coming home is like no no see how magical you actually are see what's all in you and give more agency to your own preferences to your own pleasures to your own you know um longings in a way and and really connect back home to you and starting to create this loving relationship with yourself which doesn't mean that we're you know that there are no building sites or things that we might want to refine in our expression or need to heal or whatever it is but there is so much goodness within us there's so much magic within us and I find whenever whenever we're in relationship with that magic within us we start to see the magic outside of ourselves as well and things usually start to flow whether it's money or the jobs or relationships but if 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 I have a difficult time seeing the magic within me, usually relationships are also very short-lived. You know, they they seem great initially, and then a couple of weeks in, it's like oh, they fall flat again. Or the same with jobs and 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 so on. So thinking of ourselves as like a foundation of how we, like of our resourcefulness in life, and even in a sense taking the time to think about what are my resources within me, and possibly having to ask somebody else because you might not even see half of them. Like. That way, like the talents, the gifts that are innately you, from the simple things to the the bigger aspects, like not just in your work either, because we tend to just look at those from that perspective. But in my relationships, how I interact with people, how I treat my pets, how I am with my little animals, how I am with my nieces, nephew, kids, or whatever it is, Do you know, like, but noticing what are the little things that are instinctively me, like are naturally me and that maybe I don't give value to yeah. either like and I dismiss them do you know, like where else they're make up such a, an important part of who you are as well in this world like and and you're so much more than just what your vocation is to look at it beyond that there as well like because I think sometimes we get not locked into well it has to be used for the like for a purpose like and a few people I'm chatting to this week actually comes up around creativity like 
but they've been going like you know but I'm just do want to do this just for the sake of doing it like yeah they go because they've all loved it years ago and now they're going I really just want to you know dabble finger paint do little things just for that pleasure of doing it like mm. for the joy of doing it do you know like rather than going okay it has to be something that's in my workspace like so seeing those little talents those little things that are <clears throat> naturally you and even looking maybe at your family and seeing you know we're chatting about sort of that earthy quality you know what do I see in them that maybe I have as well like but I maybe have never seen it like the strength mm. the resilience that we all have had to gain from our ancestors like you know but acknowledging that and even in this time of the world we're living in the talents and resources that people have pulled from that they may never have even realized they could mm. do you know like and acknowledging that there like because if things are feeling tighter at the minute do you know like regards getting out and about meeting people and all like as to go back and go okay actually look at this present moment you know like I've got this far and what has allowed me to keep floating here and keep swimming and maybe even sailing possibly like you know it doesn't matter where you are in that scheme of things like but actually going that they're my resources mm. and that also teaches me then next time I know I have a whole bundle that I didn't realize I had mm. I think with that with that there is something inherently so Taurus and Venus they sort of similar different but a similar mm. feel to them in a way that when we come back to this idea of pleasurable and umptious and you know there's a there's a as a quality of abundance as well to it and mm. so I feel there's an invitation to maybe also widen our lens how we how we look at our life so am I defining my life just through my job you know and even if my job is like really exciting mm -hmm. to me what about the relationships what about like you said like that that free flow of creativity you know what about like a spiritual practices like napping time mm -hmm. you know things like uh, what what are all the different components in my life you know so if you think of that like when we talk about earthiness if you think of your garden are we just looking keep looking in one area of our garden are we actually seeing the whole garden and i think there is a an invitation back back into that you know um that just helps us to to connect a little more into our i suppose into our uniqueness but by uniqueness i don't mean like necessarily more special than someone else mm. but literally seeing because every patch of the garden like if you look at all of who we are is so different to like even our friends and our brothers and sisters and you know when we look even like how different when we have children how different the siblings there are you know they're sort of like all of the resources they can draw from is quite different but yet a lot of the times I think when we're under pressure we define our garden just that one plot that maybe produces mm. the biggest amount of fruit and then we just sort of over fertilize that which would be like you know symbolic meaning for like our work life you know and then we start to define ourselves through that and then we define ourselves through what we do in that time of work and then all of a sudden we start you know just to put more attention onto that and forget about all of those other parts of ourselves and so there is an invitation back into our when i'm saying authenticity mm. it's it's not about just like where am i inauthentic because i'm lying but also where i'm not in my authentic self because i actually forgot that two-thirds of the garden i haven't even looked at you know so what are those other qualities beside work beside mm. whatever it, where your main focus is so i think especially with Venus going through there and then there's this lovely connection later on in the week um, between Venus and Uranus, right? This, there is something about my inherent heart's desire to express myself, you know, my inherent values is now meeting with that quality of authenticity. So I feel there's, we're sort of primed and prepped energetically to digging around that garden a little bit more and seeing all of who we are, not just that one thin slice that we maybe have learned to become. Mm -hmm. It's like seeking a greater expression, freedom of expression of ourselves, like, because mm -hmm. we're so, like, and we are all unique, but we are all the same. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, that way, totally, like, so by having that sort of bigger picture, it allows us to, to choose things differently then, like, and cho choose where we're directing our energy, what feeds us, what nourishes us, what matters to us, what brings us joy, what makes us feel stable, because if you think of, like, like when I think of Taurus, Venus and all there as well, like you have that, you know, what gives me stability 
you know, so what is that mentally, emotionally, physically like? What gives me that sense of security? Even notice those things like because that sometimes is our foundational part that allows us to have that greater freedom of expression as well, like or to allow ourselves to feel emotionally held, supported, secure. So it's even noticing on those layers too, like, you know, what what actually makes and it'll come back to you know, like sort of the hierarchy thing, like us and you know, it'll be food, water, place like walls that way, but to go a bit deeper and go, what gives me security, like beyond money like you know asking yes it's needed but maybe what does that money give me then like you know mm. like so it's a sort of understanding what gives me that sense of being rooted safe secure having my needs met mm. that way like because then I can also look at them so then what knocks me off like yeah within myself or in the outside world do you know because like, then I'm beginning to sort of in a sense separate me from the outside world but not in a separation way but as and go okay that I have no no big control over but in this little sphere of mine yeah. I, I do maybe have control over these aspects mm. that way which will feed out into the bigger anyway but it's more to give that written down into the self again like yeah because when you when you root down and you stay connected to yourself there is um there's a level of abundance that starts to emerge from there and i think come back to that analogy of the neighbor dropping the fruit over and that reminding me of my my childhood the reason why all of my granny's neighbors shared fruit was because they had too much. <laughs> like they've already baked the cakes and made the jam and, you know, done everything they possibly can do with their friends and uh, with their fruit and their, their kids mm-hmm. got it. So there was like, like, I don't want this. I don't want to see this going to waste and I want to share it with you, you know. And so it comes out of this sense of, but in order for it for, for to have so much fruit on a tree, it took tending the tree right if my nanny's neighbor wouldn't look at their you know pear tree at the time you know there would no mm. be no abundance of the pears that she could then hand over to my nanny and the same nan had an apple tree and kind of a couple of berries in the back and so like there is this tending that comes to this you know if my nanny was kind of constantly looking over and going like oh i want a pear tree like the neighbor but i have an apple tree the apples don't grow, right? And so if we keep looking at each other's garden and wishing we had the other things, what grow can grow within us is actually doesn't get out that attention, that nurturance. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I'm saying about the individuality and, and the, 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 the individual person, it is a coming home into like seeing what's actually there in your garden and developing that and then become interconnected and go like, I have so much, do you want some of my fruit? And then we can share. And then there's this, there's a different connection because you knew those years when, when, when there wasn't that much fruit, there wasn't that much sharing going on. Mm. <laughs> going on. It's just as simple as that. And so it's, again, you can spin that analogy onwards, you know, when we're dried out, it's very hard for us to think about someone else and go somewhere yeah. else. So there is something very, you know, Torian It's like very fixed earth. Who am I? What's my foundation? It's very, in a way you could almost think isolated as in very individual in a way but it becomes the foundation so that we feel supported enough so then we can become interdependent and we can share with others you know so we don't share we don't steal the fruit of the holiday they're always the tastiest right this is the stolen fruit from the neighbor's tree (laughs) but if we don't have to grasp and take from someone else because it comes over our way anyway you know because if you're all staying in a place of abundance and so when we're looking around all of our friends and ourselves at the moment and you know not judging but just noting the level of abundance you feel in your life or people around you feel in your life may give us an explanation indication to how that plays into the collective connection how we all live and the tone of the conversation that's going on at the moment you know so I think you know, not to oversimplify, but there is something very, very inherent about taking good care of yourself, really nurturing yourself, feeding yourself. And I don't mean just food, but feeding yourself, like, what are you reading? What are you watching? You know, what are sort of you feeding yourself through your self-care regimen? How are you connecting to yourself? Are you, can you be in a place of abundance? Can you appreciate the things you have? Not saying that you might also want something else. I mean, you can always extend your garden and go on a holiday and do all those other things, you know, like, connecting to that analogy um but i think it starts with ourselves and i think that's where where taurus 
can be such a teacher the, these qualities that are being kicked off sort of this week and then you know the sun moves into Taurus on the 19th so that's kind of nearly spinning on an entire month you know where we can mm. tap in different ways into those qualities so there are all these different invitations for me to to look at how can we come home and start there you know yeah and think of quality over quantity as well like mm. Not well, like and everything you're chatting about, you can see that playing out in a greater scale in the world. Like, not we not just quality over quantity, but us and the sort of the shift, even like hearing people chatting about different ways of running economics or economies or our own little businesses and all. Derek, mm-hmm. you know, of how they f- can feed other things or the greater understanding of people realizing, oh, when I sort of allow myself to receive, I allow other people then to receive, or I get to move my energy and my money or whatever out in different directions as well like I think mm-hmm. it's like us realizing that oh okay I forgot that we were all sort of on a merry-go-round together and I just thought I was on my own little horse mm-hmm. and not connected to the rest of these mm-hmm. you know like where there's a sort of just and I think it's just in a, a deeper awakening of it and also the desire to actually create the change around it too like that way like where there's more people going how can this you know I run my business in a way that does serve me but other people too mm-hmm. in a different way do you know like how can I move my resources and express my resources in this world in mm-hmm. a different way so I think it's lovely and the, it's lovely to have the conversations even without having the anchor of what that can look like at this moment like mm-hmm. but I think it just allows the, the opening of our of our eyes to see okay let's we can shake things up the foundations can change for us even if we just decided individually like and if the mm-hmm. world doesn't follow, but if there's enough of us doing it or enough of us reflecting it to other people or we're seeing it in other people how it can be done, then mm-hmm. that creates the inspiration then. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that quality of quantity, like we've all experienced that, you know, where, you know, <laughs> it's all about the jams at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, I, I did not have... <laughs> A store-bought jam not to my knowledge until I think at least the age of 12 or 13 <laughs> like they were all because we lived in the countryside and the jams just came coming in from nannies and from neighbors and from everywhere you know like not the jams but like the fruits and then my mom was making jam mm-hmm. um but if I've just and the reason I'm saying is because my mom sent me jam in the post a few weeks ago <laughs> we 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 generally we tend to do these things um and I just had it and it apart from reminding from 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 my childhood like so that we had jam, store-bought jam, and then we had this other jam that was homemade and it was such a quality of a quantity. Like it was so intense in flavor, my mom's jam, that a tiny amount went like so far mm. and it was so satisfying, you know, and compared to store-bought jam, it's not that it's necessarily bad, like I'm still enjoying it, but you know, like I, we're a jammy family, so we layered on thick, so... <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that you nod. No one can see We're that. a jammy family too, yes. My, my mother is basically your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. So, but it's it's just like, I had to actually pare it back. I couldn't layer it on as lo- like loads with my mom's jam because it was just like the quality was different, you know. And um, I also saw like, you know, these fruits being handed over where it reminded me like, like they were coming yesterday and I woke up and I left them outside the fridge overnight, not really thinking I could really see the difference. I was like, girl, you, like at home we had cellars, like so all the fruit would go mm. into the cold storage, you know, underneath, you know, um, it's like there is an invitation also to take, you know, and it's very Torian and very Venusian kind of to take advantage of what's there you know that fruit you okay you either make jam out of it or you're going to eat it now so there is an invitation into like what's available to you right now not just what you eat but how you are in your body you know what feels really good to you and like connecting to all all of those aspects mm-hmm. i think as well that's there spontaneously but it's yeah it's definitely quality over quantity i think think across the board and there, there are always areas you know like i wouldn't want to make you know tell people what to do with their life um we all have areas in our life where we are you know less jam sensitive or quality <laughs> sensitive like there are these areas where you're like yeah i can take it or leave it but then there are areas that are more important to us you know and maybe in those areas have a look whether it's you know but it's maybe yoga classes you tend to like are you really attending the classes that you feel like are really giving you that 
juicy feeling mm-hmm. if that's important to you or you going just to like a snippet here and then you change channel and like you know um and not to say that there are not really good practices also on youtube for free and it's, it's not about that it's not about the money but it's the the quality so really paying attention if you have an hour are you really utilizing that? Are you feeding yourself with the highest possible practice that resonates with you? Not what somebody else says mm-hmm. is a good practice or bad practice. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's this, this leaning into whatever it is. If you love to write, get a freaking pen that feels damn good in your hand. You know, like it's why, why are you using the pen that's on the countertop? You know, it's like it's, it's, it's this coming home of really, even though it's in a way simplifying, it's actually coming home into more abundance but maybe not the way we think of it, not by spending mm. necessarily more money and going the long haul, but just by paying more attention to what really matters to us and leaning into that and making that really enjoyable, I feel. Mm. I, I'm just thinking about food now. <laughs> it's like jam. <laughs> I want my mommy's jam. <laughs> I start crying. Um, but it's, come, there's a word, and I know I'm not going to pronounce this, and it's not even a hard word. Is it, is it satiated? You know, like where you just, you know, like so, I don't know if it's even the right word, but you know, where you take something, you eat it, and you're just going, and every part of your body goes, plop, 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 yeah. and it just feels mm, so good. Like, drenched. Yes. That way, like, you know, like just really steeped. Eat, Yes, that way, I just can't think of a word, but yes, that idea, like, so it's even like, even in all of that there, going, like, if I'm doing something, am I doing it out of habit, out of routine? Is it stagnant? Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, and it's okay to switch up. Do you know, like, I think sometimes if we have practices or something we do regularly, then we're like, oh, no, but I, like, I have I have to be regimented and do it. And sometimes that is needed and sometimes it's not. And it's going, but if it's not like, you know, hitting the spot at this moment, you know, and it's not just my mind going, as I get out of claws and I just run for the hills, you know, but really a party's going, I'm just not feeling fulfilled by it. It's not, you know, hitting that spot. It's just not, I'm not receiving it in fully. Like that to switch it up, like, do you know, like, because like we don't want to get stuck in our ways of doing things the same way because then we actually lose the presence what's available in that space because it's become routine and I'm not even in myself yeah. you know I try about this when I teach Reiki and all there like you know people are going like you know oh, I'll just I just I just do the hand positions and I'm like and where are you while you are doing the hand positions like no just I, I always just do cure like the with, with joke like and they're like um I'm like where 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 are you and they're like a way off down the road and I'm like and I go so that's why we switch it up because mm-hmm. it brings our attention back again like do you know like if I'm used to doing something I can do it routinely which is a brilliant thing to do but then every so often it can be looking at something different because then all my senses are awakened to that as well mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Well, like so it's even thinking like that there of yeah playing with it a little bit yeah yeah 100% I think especially around sort of I mean, that's a good strategy for any time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but we can tie it into sort of the energies, especially around the 23rd. Yeah. Plus or minus, there is that, you know, there is, if you think of in cyclical growth, there is there is this new cycle. There's an ending of a cycle and a new cycle. Um, and it has everything to do, the invitation is to step into a deeper understanding of your heart's longings, to, to step into a deeper expression of what's important to you. There is a really an opening of the door of where you might feel surprised how something all of a sudden comes into your life. And that's really, really important, again, maybe. Or something falls off of you, you go, oh, that's, that's, that, w- that was nice to have around but it's not actually anchored within me. So there's a great call for real, true self-agency, authenticity coming home and really giving value to, like, I mean, you said you said it um, so well throughout this, like, what is it that I am, give, what's important to me, you know, regardless of what other people think. So if other people think this type of pen is great, but something else fits better for me, so, so mm-hmm. it is, you know. Um, if somebody thinks that's kind of a beautiful practice but you go like that doesn't resonate with me does not mean that that teacher is worse or anything mm. like that it's just it just doesn't resonate with you go with what resonates so there's an invitation to really become sensitive to what truly resonates with you on a deep level and how does that feel when we are in resonance with someone or something like how does that feel in the body and so you kind of can think back for those of you who kind of 
like working a little bit with dates and, and cycle work. So we're coming to the end of an entire cycle um, that really started last year in March. So if you're thinking early March last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the way till around now, um, what sort of has changed for you in terms of your priorities? What has changed for you in terms of how you see yourself? You know, what has changed for you in terms of um, the freedom you might feel you have or not have to express that heart's longing? So that's an entire cycle. And then that's closing out on the 23rd. And with that, the new cycle starts. So you can start to foreshadow i suppose into the next year that goes all the way till june next year 20 so june 22 um sort of a new layer so for those of you who are interested in working doing cyclical work of you know progressively kind of growing these qualities um that would be a nice nice time to actually maybe set a ritual around um what what, what do you think in terms of ritual um what sort of yeah. a i'm just looking at you because like you've taught yeah. me so much about rituals over the years but if somebody wanted to anchor down you know the the closing out of of the cycle of a year cycle mm-hmm. and around that and then the starting off all around the 23rd so what could be like very pragmatic things that you can do to close out and then to reawaken mm, something simple and easy is what i'm going to go for mm-hmm. i can do more elaborate than if you want but we'll play with this one because what i'm thinking is like you know, oh god i can't remember what was happening in march last year not i don't think there's anybody in the world who doesn't but it's all like it's just before going to the little rituals also if you think back like we were all shook up and still mm-hmm. being shook in a sense or shaked that way like because then we get to see what really does matter to us you know if i was able to let something you know drift away quite easily then maybe I, my full heart wasn't in it like mm-hmm. you know or maybe it was time for it to go as well to create new ground or loads of other little reasons behind it but that's what I see that this whole part back one aspect of it is like the ground was shaking things were taken away or freedoms of, of like expressions of self how we did our work how we were in the world because then I get to really stand back and go oh if I get to sort of drop these hmm, seemingly hard but easy in a sense because some of it was taken away without me even having to do anything possibly what am I deciding to actually then carry forth with me like because I want it to be something that the things the aspects the parts of my life that really matter to me like that really do make me content and happy like and we'll always have parts in life that are okay and lucky moving that's just life that way like but I'm getting choice now maybe look on my basket and go hmm let's take some of these out or they've really been taken out and then to go, this is what I have. These are the resources I have now. I might not feel I'm ready yet to bring in loads of new stuff, mm-hmm. but I can work with and get myself even just moving in a direction. And that movement could be every day I get up and put on my clothes. Do you know? Every mm-hmm. day I get up and go outside. You know, like it doesn't have to be towards a life goal for this moment in time. Because like, for a lot of people, it's just, can I just keep moving? that way like ritual sort of for end and all there what comes to mind is because we're chatting about Taurus and earthy kind of energy is actually um I'm actually thinking of two elements stone and water mm-hmm. that way like so because sort of the water would be that sort of emotional aspect if you think if we're reflecting it can be bringing up the emotions shifting the internal world as well so it could be even just collect going outside asking for one stone or even two or three stones doesn't matter just even one stone just say to keep it really simple go out and go outside your yard or wherever you might go for a little walk and go like give me a stone you know for the completion for the ending of the cycle you know and just be drawn to a little stone doesn't matter how big how small doesn't matter what it is like it'll just and let your senses guide you to that stone and let the nearly like the little senses of the stone go hey it's me it's me and you're like but no I want that big big brown one over there and it's like a little small white one you listen and you're listening that way like which so they're all practices that will help in life take the little stone go down and if you have water go near water say even if it's just a little stream it could be you decide to flush it down your toilet if you want but like we all have a maybe a little bit of water or just use the earth if you're if you don't have any access to water okay but if it's water then go down to the water and while you're maybe walking towards the water or just standing there reflect since March do you know like what has been shook up within me what am I 
letting go now or, or maybe coming to completion to in this cycle? What can I acknowledge and honour? And with your breath, just breathe into the stone because your body knows it. And even if you're going, I, I have so much, I can't even think of words like, I just, I'm just overwhelmed by even thinking of words and I don't know how to describe it. Let go of that and the feeling of your body knows it. Breathe it into the stone. And then when you feel you're done, whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever it is, minutes, then offer it to the water. And just don't pluck it in the water. <laughs> you know, it's ceremony, so offer it to the water. So speak to the water. Ask the water to take it, to cleanse it, to clear it, to help you to move into flow, to help soothe and balm those emotions that maybe those parts that you feel open, raw, vulnerable. Do you know, like, and then drop it into the water or place it into the water. And just don't get up and go straight away. Stay there. Because often there's more insights coming afterwards. Like So just stay there and be in conversion or talk to the nature, to water or whatever catches your attention at that moment. Like, But just be there and take in that space with your senses. And then when you're leaving, acknowledging to yourself nearly you're stepping over that threshold towards a new one, even if you don't know what's in it. Mm. I hope I kept that simple. <laughs> that was stunning. I was captivated by you. <laughs> um, and it resonates in so many levels because also I think all along when you were speaking that the connection, Uranus, Venus, I feel it can be also heartache or grief, mm. you know, where your heart's longing, what you were used to, that mm. you wanted or loved and has been shaken up and that's not possible anymore for, yeah. for whatever reason. Um, so I do feel there can be, whilst this shakeup from a greater perspective is always for our expansion and good, mm -hmm. it's really important that we note that the experience we might have here in a physical realm can be one of, of trauma, of grief. Mm of overwhelm and all of those qualities yeah. so i think to me when i'm looking at through that lens at that cycle it's it's the it feels almost like the clearing out has a little more weight in it rather than the inviting in it feels like the clearing out and then that venusian mm -hmm. like there's like the baminas you know like what needs to be shaken up to be released and then you know tending the patient you know tending tending your heart tending yourself the, yeah. the 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 vulnerable parts so that can can heal but we also need to acknowledge you know when things have have left us you know um and 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 that's i think that is sort of the the slightly more like the deeper work around these yeah. times you know yeah. um of course we can also go into you know what's your heart's longing now and like what do you feel called to and and that all is, is is valid as well as but i think when we talk about the healing journey when we talk about integrating the times that we're going through mm -hmm. energetically i feel there is there is definitely to me that that's the energy that speaks the loudest and so yeah, yeah. The ceremony There's, that you just described there, especially with the water element and as well for the, that's the, the emotional. The emotions, the great, like, you could not go through this last cycle without having grief. Mm. No matter if your life blossomed during it, that way, like, you will have been touched by it in some way, like, and the same with trauma, like, and we may not even know, know it because we're so much in it and just trying to move through it. Mm. So it's a space that if there's tears let them come like sit beside the water and share that with the water like do you know like this is hard I feel like I don't know my left from my right you know I've given up this this has been taken from me in a sense do you know like or I've had to let this go um and the in between and I don't want to be here do you know whatever it is like do you know like family members may have passed people may be in hospital you know, like, so to acknowledge it, like, because mm. things don't, when things shake, we don't feel great about it, like, no matter how strong our foundations are. Mm. Do you know, like, just like Taurus is kind of like, yeah, it changes ground, like, but I'm not going to do it that often, like, mm. you know, because it, it rattles us. Mm. Do you know, like, and it's only sometimes after in hindsight that we can go, yeah, that was a good shake up. Mm. But often when we're in it, we're like, oh, God, please, like, mm. so it is that tending to the heart in so many different ways, like, through what, to balance that rawness, that vulnerability, that heartache with 
what I enjoy and what can give me a little bit of pleasure. And I can be both. Yeah. I can honour both, like, which I think is so important in this time, is to honour both, like. Really important, particularly because what may, what it is that you may be grieving or what's been shaken up, the shakeup may have happened as such last year or the realization may have happened throughout last year but what has been shaken up could could go back you know the heartache could have happened a long time ago the grief could have happened a long time ago so you know when we when we go on and like letting this last year sort of run through our mind again um it's not only were we as such per se lost in that year, but what have we realized, you know, some of us are grieving our childhood, some of us are grieving relationships that have been over for like 20 years, you know, there might be aspects of yourself that you're missing, that you're grieving, that, you know, mm-hmm. so there, there's always this, there are always these layers, which I really appreciate about, you know, when we work with, with energy and symbolic meaning, like tools like astrology in that way, because there's the, the, and by superficial i don't mean necessarily a less noticeable or less important one there is of course there's like hey what do you feel inspired to kind of create from your heart there's that that level as well like right now you know mm. um but there are all these other layers as well underneath and sometimes some years it's just that top where we go like oh my god i'm so ready for this now that's like this is true an expression of my heart and mm. comes through now and and other years it's more like yeah looking in the past and releasing the past so i just wanted to kind of mention that that can Mm. also be that can come from from further back than you know the grief can come from further back yeah because to me it's just like um what's coming to mind is when i even reflect on myself like what's coming up for me is like triggered by this last year but it was there before that Mm -hmm. do you know like it's just different eyes looking at it now like do you know, mm. like, so it's the, it's the same. It's just like we're in a boiling pot and things are just rare in their head. So it's to give space for to both, like, to allow mm. if you're in that space where inspiration's hitting and you're moving forward, go with it. Like, mm. that way, like, if you're in a space where you're like, I thought I was meant to be flying after Aries and feeling the spark of life and I'm literally just still sitting here going seriously did I miss the bus again <laughs> you know like the bus to wherever I was meant to be going to is to honor that and go I can't miss it mm. do you know like, I, I am where I am and then I can be here with the Taurian energy of allowing myself to be here to have patience I think is the word as well do you know, like to have the patience to know okay this is for now but it won't be forever but mm. to go bit by bit by bit either moving through it or getting the support or just going it will pass and it's not to say that every Turin year feels like no. this I think that's that's the other thing because gotcha. some areas like when you go like okay areas this is how I felt like five years ago it, it because there's so many other connections and layers to it you know areas can feel quite different from year to year and just mm. the way this particular expression in Taurus is where where that Venus Uranus sort of that we talked about the heart and the the shaking up where that's positioned it's just it's actually similarly in a way as last year it sits right in between two qualities so it sits on one hand we talked about Chiron the last few weeks so it sits right between Chiron and then we talk about the nodes mm. as well, the North Node. So in a very simplified way, the North Node, like where we're sort of collectively all heading, you know, on all our collective soul journey. And Chiron is like what brings up the healing work, what needs attention or pain points. Um, so we're sitting between, you know, one side where our mm. healing has been held, the other side where is our like direction collectively going through. And right in the middle of the two of them, that conversation is happening. So mm. this is why... Um, I feel there is a, and not every time Venus and, and Uranus meet in that way, is it on the same degree, in a different sign, but on the same mm. degree as, 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 as Chiron and the North Node, for mm. example. But what it brings in into, into last year and definitely to this year, a layer of deeper healing. There is a layer of, if you're willing to look at the pain points, there's a possibility of elevating your experience mm-hmm. and that flows into as we do this individually it floats into that collective i feel that's where the north node is hanging in like where we collectively moving so we're doing our individual work but we're doing it for us but actually we're also doing it for everybody so i think that might be also something mm-hmm. like when we do these ritual works it's like to understand that not just are we doing it for somebody but there's probably somebody out there who does their own work for in a mm-hmm. way and also that ripples and affects us so 
you know, I think in the times where the fires can rise high mm. <laughs> and the conversations can be um, emotional and, you know, all of that reality, I think in your own healing work to acknowledge that there are other people doing their healing work and their progression will actually affect you and vice versa i think it's a beautiful thing to think so if you're thinking of i always think of like when i do work like that there's all these other stars little souls i always imagine them as like lights mm. are, are doing similar work so there is like a, there is a connection in in action or there's a connection in to me taurus is also reverence it's like giving reverence to the land giving reverence to our ancestry giving reverence to you know, that deep gratitude towards ourselves and also the, all the other people that are in this with us together. Beautiful. Yeah. On that note, will we wrap up today's episode? Gorgeous words to leave everybody with. Um, thank you very much, as always, for taking the time to listen and join us. We really, truly appreciate mm -hmm. it. <laughs> and we'd also just like to ask if you do enjoy listening to us to maybe hop over to where you listen to us through and give us a little review or give us a little stars. It just helps with the visibility of the podcast. That's all. Um, but we look forward to sitting with you again next week. Mm -hmm. And for the week ahead, step gently into it as we always end. Take care. And remember to nourish yourself. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. 